Welcome to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on Podsource, your home for all things NFL-related. Welcome into the Inside the Gridiron podcast. I'm your host, Jack Borowski. On this episode, we are fortunate to be joined by Terry McLaurin. Terry attended Ohio State University, where he played wide receiver and was recently drafted in the third round by the Washington Redskins. Terry, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Appreciate you for having me today. Now, Terry, to start, you're recently drafted by the Redskins. What was it like getting that phone call, knowing you had made it to the NFL? Yeah, man, it was just a dream come true for me. Um, Since I was seven years old, I had a dream of playing in the NFL. Um, you know the odds growing up, but you don't really pay attention to that because you're just a kid with a dream. And I knew once I got my name called that that dream was going to be fulfilled. So I didn't care who it was with, but I was just so fortunate and thankful that the Redskins took a chance on me and allowed me to uh, see my dream come true. And then taking it back to high school, Terry, I saw you had a really unique high school experience, being undersized coming in but ending up winning a ton of games in high school, winning Mr. Football in Indiana. Tell us a little bit about your high school career. Yeah, man. I, um, a lot of people don't necessarily see or focus on that part of my journey, but I think it was a big part of my journey because I wasn't a highly recruited kid at one point. Um, I was 5'4", 125 pounds coming into high school, and I, I gained over 50 pounds and grew over 8 inches in high school. So that kind of definitely helped my uh, ascension to get on the NFL. I mean, to get on the college radar. Um, but I basically just took the same approach that I've taken all throughout my athletic career, man, and just work really, really hard, try to put myself in the best situation possible, um, play really hard on the, on the field, be a great teammate. And then when I got the opportunity to go to, you know, certain camps and showcase my talent as an individual, then I, I just really wanted to make it, uh, take advantage of that. So my first offer was by Purdue University. And before I knew it, that summer of my senior year, I was uh, offered by Ohio State and some pretty big colleges. So, um, you know, it was very fortunate. I just knew I was going to be able to go to college uh, for free. And Terry, tell us about how Urban Myers ended up recruiting you and how you ended up signing with them. Yeah, man. So that was kind of another unique story. Um, I basically came to camp and, you know, I said invited me to camp. They told me if I did well, then they would probably offer me. And I got there. I was the fastest kid at the camp. I won a lot of my one-on-ones and I just had an overall great experience. And then I met with Coach Meyer, and he said, well, you know, you're a great kid, and you're obviously fast enough to play here, but I don't think your hands are gr- good enough to play at Ohio State yet. And, you know, I, that kind of uh, disappointed me because I felt like I did such a great job. Uh, you know, I, um, one of the, my recruiters would say, I'd either get a thumbs up, a thumbs down, but the odds of me getting a thumbs in the middle are slim. So you can guess which one I got. I got a thumbs in the middle. So, um, yeah, he, he challenged me to go home and catch over 200 footballs a day for two weeks and they come back and then camp again. So, you know, a lot of kids, maybe nowadays they may not take that challenge. They may go to their other opportunities or other offers, but I took that as a challenge and I'd already liked Ohio state. So literally for two weeks straight, I caught 200 footballs or more a day from anybody who would throw them from my parents to my high school quarterbacks, my friends, anybody who would help me get better. I was doing that for two weeks straight. And then the first thing I did when I came back and worked out for coach Meyer as soon as I got there, and he offered me on the spot. So it's kind of like a, a old folklore at this point, but I never get tired of saying, telling that story because it's a testament to my hard work and my dedication uh, to my craft. And I felt like that's one of the reasons why 
um, I've been so successful. That definitely is one of the most unique stories about how a guy has received an offer from a school. And then with that in mind, you get to Ohio State, your first year redshirting there. You went up against early on in your career, a lot of really good cornerbacks on scout team like Eli Apple, Gary and Conley. Did that help your development? Almost definitely. And I can't put enough stress on that. Is I feel like the reason why I've been so prepared for the NFL so far is because I, I, I went against NFL caliber players each and every day in practice. And it was very competitive at Ohio State. I mean, you mentioned some of the corners on top of Marshawn Lattimore and and um, Denzel Ward as well. I mean, those are all first-round corners that we've mentioned. And uh, they're playing on Sundays. And once you're getting that constant um, that constant work every day, day in, day out, in workouts and practice, uh, it's only going to better you as a player. So I never try to shy away from that. I try to uh, go against, you know, our corners as, as best as I could. And uh, we would give each other pointers. So I, I definitely – I felt like I fueled my competitive edge that I have, and it prepared me for the next level. And in addition to the cornerbacks, your wide receiver coach, Brian Hartline, how did he help your development? Oh, I mean, he was very paramount, especially in my last year. I remember him just getting to Ohio State, and I, um, um, you know, I I knew of Coach Hartline, but I didn't know him the person. And uh, first of all, he's just a great guy. He really cares about his players and uh, their well-being off the field as well or on the field, but they just, he was just going to maximize you guys uh, as, as, as people. And he knows the football will take care of itself, but I knew he was a Ohio state Buckeye and um, he had been in my shoes before he was a receiver at Ohio state, had a great career and went on to play in the NFL, something I also wanted you to do. So uh, I, I, I often joke about it. if he told me to run a, a route backwards, I probably would have did it because I just believed in what he said so much. And um, just the intricacies of playing the receiver position, how to study and watch film and just the mentality you should bring to the position is something that he really helped me on. And Terry, when we talked about the cornerbacks, I mean, you listed four who are first round picks. I mean, at the wide receiver position, you guys have also had a ton of talent come out of Ohio state. What do you attribute to the success of Ohio state wide receivers? Well, you know, I've, I've always tell people that defense is a little different than offense in that, I mean, you know, defense, it's kind of more, while it's team defense as a corner, it really comes down to you covering your man. Whereas a receiver, you kind of have to have an unselfish approach being at Ohio State because there's a lot of great Ohio State receivers as well as a great quarterback who could probably run as well as a great running back. So um, I feel like one of the things you have to be conscientious of is you may not be the guy. You may not be up for all the awards, but if you're productive with the touches you do get, um, you know, the brand of Ohio State and playing on the level that we do, you're going to get the chance to play in the NFL, which is what we all aspire to be in uh, going from Ohio State. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been fortunate to play with some great receivers, some who are still in the NFL, some who are, who are on their way to the NFL. And um, just Ohio State really um, surrounds yourself by like-minded people. And with that in mind, Ohio State, like you mentioned, it's being a team player did you feel that it was a situation where I might not get all the targets? I might be underutilized at times, but if I trust the process, I have a good chance of making the NFL? Most definitely. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, it gets discouraging at times because we all want to be that guy who who has 1,000 yards and 100 catches. But at the end of the day, the kind of person I tried to be was somebody who was selfless, a leader for our team, being a two-time captain, and just really cared about winning. And I know through to team success, I would get my own individual success. So, um, you know, you kind of get comfortable, not necessarily comfortable, but you kind of accept that being at Ohio State. 
and you just it just makes you focus more and maximize your own opportunities because you're going to get your own opportunities. You just have to be able to maximize those. So that's what I learned early, and when I started playing more and more, uh, I took that to heart. And Terry, you mentioned two-time captain. I, I think when Coach Urban Meyer says you're the epitome of the program's culture and that there should be a statue of some you somewhere, what does that mean when your coach speaks so highly of you? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you want, um, you know, as a player, at least in my opinion. I mean, you want to be somebody who's admired by your peers and your and your coaches and things like that, somebody that they would um, – you know, hope that other players aspire to be like in as a player and as a person. I often tell people football is what I do is not who I am. And so like the character takes um, you a long way in this game. And for him to say the words that he says, especially from a guy like Coach Meyer, who's a legendary coach, uh, seeing all types of great talent, talented players. That means a lot to, you know, to be think so highly regarded from him. And, and Terry, like being a two-time captain, winning a lot of football games, do you have a favorite memory from your college career? You know, I have so many, uh, Jack, but um, um, I think the two that just ring off the top of my head is, you know, winning those Big Ten championships. I'm from Indianapolis, so I got to have some pretty big games in Lucas Oil Stadium to help win Big Ten championships for our team, um, you know, to be part of the ring committee and help select the rings this past year. And, and obviously going – undefeated against that team up north um i know Ohio State fans know who i'm referring to but um yeah i'm five and oh i have five pair of gold pants and especially this most recent uh you know uh victory we had this past season um you know i just have so many fond memories of Ohio State but those are the top two that come to mind yeah being a Michigan fan I definitely remember those games <laughs> yeah I won't hold it against you <laughs> <laughs> and Terry while you were playing in college at what point did you realize all right i have a chance to make it in the nfl um to be honest um i always thought of myself as making it to the nfl when i was a young a young kid and you know like i said earlier you know the odds that are against that but i also prepared myself outside of football just making sure i graduated early and took internships and just had the complete package because i know football doesn't last forever even if you're fortunate enough to get to the next level so um, I always took that serious, but my, my plan A was always to go to the NFL. That was my dream. That was my, you know, how what I worked for, what I was always on my mind, how I prepared myself, trained myself, things like that. But I always was cognizant of just making sure um, how important uh, getting education was. We know being at Ohio State, a plethora of talent. You list the numerous wide receivers or even just players in general, first-round picks come out of there, a few this year as well. So there's a lot of talent, but one thing I definitely noticed was your draft process was really unique in how you rose so much. Can you describe your pre-draft process for us and how you were able to rise to that level of being a third-round pick? Yeah, well, um, you know, my agent buddy Baker really did a good job of, you know, as as a draft prospect, you really want to know, okay, where do I stand? Because now in the day and age with social media, there's so many draft analysts and so many projections and things like that. And really what it comes down to is, you know, those people on Twitter and, and social media, while they have a job to do, they don't have any bearing on where you get drafted. The only person who has that bearing is you. And so, you know, with the ball being in my court and me controlling my own destiny per, uh, per se, I just wanted to put my best foot forward, make the most of my opportunities, kind of something I've always lived by. 
Um, so, you know, I was itching to get an opportunity to get invited to the senior bowl, uh, a hell of an opportunity. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to go there and showcase my talent as an individual. Ohio State, I was, you know, able to make the most of my opportunities. But at the same time, um, like I said, there's only one ball to go around. So the Senior Bowl was a really good chance for scouts and coaches and decision makers to really get a feel of who Terry McLaurin is away from Ohio State, who the player, the type of player they're getting, who the type of person they're getting. So um, I had a great week out there, and it translated to what I felt like I was already going to do well uh, at was just the combine. I've always kind of been a great test tester. And, um, but I just kind of wanted to basically build one thing after another, after another. So from uh, the senior bowl to the combine, from the combine to pro day. And then that's all the things I could control. And after that, it was out of my hands. And it, um, but it worked out. Some people have told me I, I've gone from late day three guy to, uh, early third rounder. So, um, at the end of the day, I feel like I can't look back and say I didn't do as, as all that I could to maximize. Uh, my opportunity to get drafted high. And before did the draft, did you know the Redskins had interest in you? To be honest, I hadn't had a meeting with a Redskins scout at the Senior Bowl, but if you would have asked me a top five teams I thought were going to draft me, the Redskins probably weren't going to be one of them. Not because there wasn't interest on my part, but I just didn't talk to them at, a, at an extensive um, an extensive length like I some other teams. But that's the thing about that's great about the draft. You don't know who's going to draft. You may have your inquiries or things like that, but at the end of the day, um, that doesn't matter when you see, um, you know, that phone ring on draft night. And Terry, your quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, he was a pretty big advocate for NFL teams to draft the Ohio State wide receivers. And you going to Washington, how excited were you that you know you'd be playing with your quarterback from last year? Yeah, that was really exciting, man. Um, you know, just Dwayne's a great quarterback, and I've really just um, just been um, in, in admiration of how he's grown up, just not as a football player, but as a leader at that quarterback position over this past year. Um, some people can't um, appreciate how young he is, and, you know, he only played – he only started at quarterback for a year. But, you know, seeing that I was going to be going to a team with a familiar face was obviously very helpful. In, in this process because, um, you know, someone who's going to be going through it with you, but, you know, a guy that you're familiar with, especially at the position of quarterback and receiver, I mean, that's, I feel like that's one of the more important relationships on the football team. And um, a guy that I could get constant work with, we're learning the playbook together, we're learning how to be pros together, and but we've already had a rapport. So uh, we're learning new plays, but the chemistry's still there and, and it's going to be even stronger. Terry, how quickly after you were drafted did you and Dwayne connect to talk about the news? Uh, I FaceTimed him the night I got drafted. So he was probably one of my first calls after I got off the phone with the Redskins. And uh, if people are familiar with my uh, draft day video that the Ohio State put together, um, you know, it captured the moment that where I told him, you know, I can't wait to play with him again. And uh, we're going to try to do some great things and, and, and for the Redskins. Terry, describe your – I know being at Ohio State, they definitely prepare you. Describe your transition to the NFL game so far. Uh, I feel like it's been great. Um, the speed of the game for the first few practices was a little bit of adjustment, but credit to Ohio State. Um, you know, I'm used to up-tempo, high-octane practices, so um, conditioning wasn't an issue. But just learning the, the – um, just the verbiage is different being in a huddle. We were a no-huddle offense. That's a little different, but 
Um, my speed has translated great. Um, that's one thing that I feel like you can't teach, and it's a strength of my game is uh, my speed, the way I play at receiver. So, um, you know, that's really translated. I feel like that's popped out to my coaches and teammates. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to do whatever I can to help our team, whether it's at wide receiver or special teams. And talking about positioning, do you have a area that you prefer playing on the outside or the slot? Where would you prefer to play? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't really mind. Um, the way I try to learn the playbook is conceptually, meaning I just learned everybody's position. So it, it allows me to be more versatile, and it, it gives me – um, you know, a higher chance to play because the coaches know that I can play multiple positions at a high level and it makes me more valuable. So I try to learn them all. Speaking of coaches, you're now with Jay Gruden. What have been your initial impressions of him? Yeah, he's, he's a coach that loves football, man. Um, comes from a football family, obviously, with his brother. And, um, you know, his offense is, is about making plays and scoring points. So um, I feel like I'm in the perfect spot for that. But, you know, he really... Um, likes to win just like I do. And, um, you know, he expects a lot from his players. But, um, you know, the way he operates is, is very businesslike. And now that you're in the NFL, are there any players or teams that you're looking forward to playing against? Yeah, I think it's going to be cool seeing a lot of my Ohio State guys. Personally, I know we play the Browns first game of the season. So seeing Denzel Ward, and uh, that'll be really sweet. And uh, just playing against my old roommate, Curtis Samuel, when we play uh, Carolina. Just seeing my former Ohio State guys, and you know, it kind of brings things full circle where we were in the dorms together, we were working out together. Now we're playing at the highest level against one another. So I think that's that's the most number one thing I'm looking forward to. Terry, being that you were a third-round pick, obviously you get that signing bonus. It's an important thing for every NFL draft pick. What did you end up doing with your signing bonus? Yeah, man, I just, um, you know, Mainly, I just want to try to save it. Um, but, you know, I have a place where I'm living and, uh, you know, I got myself a vehicle too. So, um, you know, just trying to be smart with the money I do have. Um, but, you know, I've been able to put myself in a position to um, buy some things that I've always wanted. And what's it like being, being a Nike athlete now? Yeah, um, I like that question because I I just feel like I'm I've always wanted to surround myself with the best, be associated with the best, and I may be biased, but to me Nike's the best brand out there. And um, you know I dreamed of being a Nike athlete as a kid, um, another dream fulfilled. Um, and I was able to be an intern with Nike for a week and a half um, out in Beaverton, Oregon, which was another great experience. I got to see the behind. I get this. I got to see the behind the scenes of how everything operates and works. Um, but now they say I'm a Nike athlete and um, get to represent that brand as as one of their athletes is um, something I take pride in. And Terry, for the last question, we know it's been a great year drafted by the Redskins, signing with Nike, being able to play with your quarterback. But what are your goals for this upcoming season, your first as a rookie in the NFL? Right. Um, you know, to be honest, I don't necessarily have goals statistically, but uh, I hope I could be a you know a, a, a intricate part of our offense being a receiver that we could count on um at some point during this season um you know whether that's a starter or a guy that's rotating in heavily uh, but I expect that of myself I'm trying to work to be a receiver that can really contribute and then if um you know be a guy on special teams if needed um then I can go out and execute as well I just want to be a guy who's 
um, asked to do something and does it at a very high level, uh, whether it's a receiver or special team. So those are my goals for the season. Hopefully we can, uh, I can help in my ways of uh, winning a lot of games. Well, I appreciate your time, Terry. Thanks for being on the podcast, and I can't wait to see you on Sundays. Appreciate you, Jack. You just listened to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on PodSource. If you liked what you heard, be on the lookout for more inside scoop into the NFL. Also, follow the show on Twitter at the gridiron underscore NFL for all things football related. This is Jack Borowski signing off.